Welcome to Fierce Fitness, where we're talking all things faith and fitness that empowers you, the listener, to live a fierce life, becoming not just a better version of yourself, but a godly version. The typical views of health and fitness lack the ability to create true life change. We will be balancing the desire to believe bigger with living a surrendered life. And on this podcast, I will explain the power of a biblical perspective to achieve and overcome what has previously been a stumbling block. I will give you the practical solutions to your health needs while also working on the mindsets that will solidify your results. From hopeless to hopeful, this is Fierce Fitness. Hey, this is Micah King, and I thought it would be fun to do some fun facts. So... I don't know if you have ever been in like Bible study and you do the little icebreakers and you're like um, trying to come up with questions. Well, multiple times I have said, let's do fun facts about each other and say some interesting things that we don't know. And everybody's like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I can't think of anything fun. But um, as they think about it, they end up coming up with the funniest things. And I just, I love learning random things about people just think it's super fun. So I'll go first. Okay. So, uh, this is kind of funny. I, I remember in like, I don't know, like the first podcast that I recorded the first episode or something in there, I mentioned how in high school I couldn't dance and I couldn't run. I wasn't into the cardio thing, but I was strong. And so what I ended up doing was joining the weight training team or the, um, I, I took a weight training for my gym class. And I also decided that maybe wrestling was the sport for me. So I don't even know the math on how long ago it's been since I was in high school, but there was no girls wrestling team. So I, yes, I did join the boys wrestling team because I thought the only thing I had going for me was that I was strong. And I was strong and it was a little bit awkward if I, you know, defeated a guy. <laughs> um, so anyways, but I was strong and I just kind of used that. I thought, well, what, what can I do? I still didn't get a letter. I was trying to get like my letterman's jacket and get a letter, but didn't do that. Um, but I did end up wrestling. So that was, um, that was an interesting thing that I did. I also in high school, uh, switched high schools. And when I got to the next high school, I didn't know if I wanted to try wrestling. So I decided to become the school mascot. And that was interesting because I couldn't dance. I still can't dance. I wish I could, but I can't dance. Um, maybe someday I will take a class on how to dance and um, and blow everybody away. But as of right now, I just can't keep a beat. So I figured that the mascot would be the perfect thing for me because if I goofed off or missed the beat or couldn't dance the right way, nobody would know I'm the mascot. I had a big giant like head thing. I was a cougar. So I was a cougar in high school. <laughs> Sounds a little awkward, a little weird, but I was the school cougar. Mm. Okay. Sounds funny. I was the school mascot, <laughs> which happened to be a cougar. <laughs> I was not the school cougar and I'm not a school cougar. Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> that's going off topic. Um, so had this big giant head. Nobody knew who I, who the mascot was. I kept it a secret. I didn't tell anybody. 
And I just got to goof around, be funny. And I had a blast being the mascot. I thought it was the funnest thing in the world. So, well, one of the funnest things that I've ever done. Another fun, I I don't know, I guess, interesting fact, which led to some fun facts was that, so my dad was in the military. Um, We ended up moving around a lot. I was born in San Diego. And then from there, we lived in Long Beach, the LA area. We moved up to San Francisco. So I've lived like all up and down California, the California coast. And in one of the stations that we were at when we were in the Bay Area was, um, it was actually an island out in the middle of the Bay. So there's an island out there called Treasure Island. And Treasure Island is sort of neighbors to Alcatraz. And it was a military base. So the military families would live there. We would have to cross um, the Bay Bridge to get home because we had to get to the island. And that was where I lived. Crazy thing is a couple years ago, I took Cody and my girls out to see where I lived because we took a trip to see San Francisco, show them around. And it was a little scary because a lot of the areas that we lived um, were maybe uh, they were taped off for radiation. So that was a little freaky. And I, I remember I went to exactly the house that I lived in and I was so excited to see that that house was not taped off for radioactivity, but a couple houses or like the next neighborhood over or next section of houses over, it was taped off for radioactive uh, radioactivity. Kind of weird, kind of weird how like you could have one neighborhood blocked off and then not the other. But thankfully, as far as I know, I didn't grow up in radioactive, toxic, whatever. So, um, so there's that. But I also remember a really cool time you know, the Navy would do these dependence cruises. And so you were able to join your, you know, your dad or your mom on the boat and they would take you out to sea. So I have yet to go on a vacation cruise, but I have gone on a Navy cruise. And I don't know if I would call it like, well, not cruise as you would think of it. It was on a military boat and they showed us a few cool military things, how the ships would maneuver and go fast and whatnot. And, um, you know, we got to kind of just see the way the Navy works when they go out and when they come back in and all of that. So I thought that was really fascinating. Um, so that was a, a pretty cool thing that I got to do with my dad. Um, little random fun fact. I absolutely love Cheese Whiz. Don't hate me for that, but I just think Cheese Whiz and Velveeta and like some people call it like plastic cheese, I guess. I think it is incredibly delicious. (laughs) I love it on Triscuits. I love it with like if you go to the store and you buy a big, um, it's like smoked kielbasa or, or whatever. Some people say that there's a lot of different ways I've heard that said. Uh, but it's like the smoked sausage in the in the big link. And I think you're technically supposed to cook it, but who does that, right? Maybe you do, but I, <laughs> I don't think I've ever cooked it. You just slice it up, you stick it on a Triscuit, and you squeeze Easy Cheese over the top, and it's probably my favorite snack ever. <laughs> now, ladies, don't hate me for this one, but with my with my third daughter... I remember I went into labor. I had been in labor. 
it was kind of like the labor started like five weeks early. So, you know, just dilating every week more and more. And when I finally got to the point where um, contractions were coming just a little bit more regularly, and I knew that like I was already like four and a half centimeters dilated at that point, I was like, this, <laughs> I'm like, this baby's going to fly out if I'm not at the hospital. And so I didn't want them to send me home. And they're like, you're not in active labor labor. And I'm like, well, now I'm at like five centimeters. I'm like, how can you send somebody home at five centimeters having contractions, but not technically in active labor. And, um, and so I somehow remember getting them to make me stay because it's really not right to send a woman home at five centimeters dilated. I'm like, this baby's just going to fly out and I don't know where, um, but her delivery, her whole labor, it was basically painless. So I know that's like, roll your eyes, whatever, but I don't know. My body just had been laboring very naturally and right at the very end. Yeah, there were some intense pains, but it was a virtually painless delivery. And it was actually a really cool experience because there was just, it was so calm. It was so natural. It was, um, I don't know. And then she came out and it was just, I don't know. It was just a really cool experience. So, um, let's see. I guess one more thing that I can just throw in there, because if you know me, you know, I'm obsessed with Disney vacations and I just, I love Disney in the, you know, I, I just, I guess I love, you know, going to Disney world. I, I love um, going to Disneyland. I think um, for my family, when we lived in Southern California, we didn't have a whole lot of money. And so what we did was um, we got annual passes. And at the time, Disney did this promotion where you could get on free, get in free on your birthday. And we ended up going down on the birthday for the girls, for all of us. We went down on our birthday and then you could take that ticket, but you could apply it to a Disney pass. So we got like basically the pass for half off. So we had this small payment of like, I think it was like 30 or $50 a month. And that was our entertainment. That was like all we did. We didn't do anything else. We couldn't really afford anything else, um, but we could afford like $40 for our annual pass to Disney. And, you know, we would pack sandwiches. We would pack water bottles. We'd pack bottles, whatever the kids were doing at the time. And we just went and we had so much fun. And it was, we went so much that, well, we've got incredible memories, lots of memories that the kids, you know, and their little princess dresses and all of that. And I think for me, it's just, it's so special because when I go there, I just see my kids' faces and, um, you know, we just, we have so many memories as a family. So it's so great. And since then, I guess here's another cool fact, maybe fun fact in, in Southern California, we planted a church. We we're part of a church plant. And then we got called to Colorado where we have now planted a second church by the time we were about to leave for Colorado, our girls were saying, please don't make us go on the Little Mermaid ride again. We do not want to go on the Little Mermaid ride. <laughs> and and so we were like, okay, well, 
you guys are not going to be going to Disney World or Disneyland for a really long time. And we're going to hold you to that and remind you that you were so sick of Little Mermaid. And now you're begging us to go back because we live in Colorado. I love fun facts. I think it's a great way to get to know each other. I love hearing the experiences of people. So I don't know. Let me know what your fun facts are about you and your life. And I just think it'd be so interesting. All right. We'll talk to you later. Catch you soon. Bye. This is Fierce Fitness. Thanks for listening. We would love for you to connect with us more at lose10now.com or on Instagram at Kings Fierce Fitness. Individually, you can follow me at Cody King or me at Micah King Health. Join us next time as we continue our conversation on not just becoming a better version of yourself, but a godly version. From hopeless to hopeful, this is Fierce Fitness.